welcome to the Living in the Yum podcast. I'm your host, Emma Garrison with Balance and Bliss Coaching. We will uncover ways to break through those limiting beliefs and stand in the power of you. Each week, the Living in the Yum series brings innovative, thought-provoking, and actionable content to help you gain clarity, alignment, and connection with your soul and heart. It's time to take action. Take an authentic stand for yourself and unapologetically live more into the young every single day. Are you ready? Here we go. Oh my gosh. Episode two by myself. So excited. Hope you guys enjoyed the last one. That was um, something that was just needed to get out. I was actually just, I had some good family friends who were visiting in Long Beach and had a conversation with um, my friend Beth and her boyfriend Russell about how I feel like there's so much content flowing that I need to get out and I don't know how to organize it. So I think having this outlet on the podcast uh, from a solo perspective and also bringing guests on too, when that feels aligned will be amazing. Um, so I appreciate you guys for the support and love around the solo podcast. That was a little bit scary for me coming out and jumping into. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, so what I want to touch on today is something that I've been sort of spiraling and ping-ponging back and forth about, which is this concept of selfishness versus selflessness. And I feel like we are conditioned and trained, especially in um, the society in the United States to, and especially as women, to serve others before we serve ourselves. And it's interesting, this whole thought process started spiraling for me when a friend sent me a passage from a book and it was great. It was a passage in regards to a Buddhist thought pattern and I connect a lot with the Buddhist religion more so than most. And this was one of the quotes that came from the passage and it goes like this. Instead of expecting others to meet our needs, we should ask ourselves how we can best fulfill theirs. And there's a part of me that's like really aligned with this and feels really good about it and agrees that, yeah, let's support each other and let's serve each other. And that creates a healthy community. And then there's a big part of me that says, fuck that. That does not create a healthy community. That creates a community filled with guilt and shame and shoulds and like transactional behavior around I do this to receive that. And a lot of that happens subconsciously. Like you think about, um, oh, I'm going to, I used to do this all the time. I had such a problem with it. Literally, there was a Starbucks that I went to in Salt Lake City in Sugar House, and it was a drive through and every, you know, it's like snowing outside, and there would always be a homeless person on the side of the corner there. And without fail, if there was a person on that corner and it was cold outside, 
I would get them a hot drink and a, you know, some type of food like pastry or egg sandwich or whatever and would bring it to them. And like, that's a bomb ass deed. That's an awesome thing to do as a human being. And I know there's all kinds of opinions around like ways in which to support or not support homeless people. And I don't want to get into that. That's not like where I'm going with this. What I want to talk about is the underlying perspective here. So like when for me, I'll speak for myself personally, when I really peeled back that act, first of all, I did not have the extra funds to be buying a whole other person a coffee and a meal or a snack, um, let alone taking myself to Starbucks every day. Talk about poor spending habits. Um, so there's, there's that component. And then there's the component of giving to somebody else who needs it. And that feels really good. So when you peel those layers back, it comes from a place of, I am going to do this to then create X, Y, Z for myself. Again, super subconscious. For me, it was adding value. I am adding value to my community. I am a good person if I do this. I am worthy of love if I do this because I am being a good person. I'm doing a good deed. Like the connection to that selfless act is actually a selfish service. Yes, I'm giving. Yes, I want to support that individual. And I'm doing so from a place of that makes me feel really good about myself. It gives me value. It gives me worth. It makes me feel like I am deserving of fill in the blank, receiving love, money, connection, friendship, you name it. So it's this really interesting push and pull dynamic of like, where do these good acts stem from? And this is something that I've been questioning and sort of taking a deeper look at for myself as well. And when I got that quote from my friend of um, needing to see how we can serve others before serving ourselves, it sort of set me off in, in a really loving way. And I shared with her my thoughts around this um, because we cannot take care of other people if we don't take the time to take care of ourselves. So do I believe it's a great thing to take care of your community and support them? Hell yeah. But you cannot do that in a sustainable, healthy, effective, genuine, deeply connected, centered way until you have filled up your cup. Until you feel like you are heard. Until you feel like you are seen. Until you feel like you have... Um, the connected, centered alignedness, what I call living in the yum, you cannot have this depth of service to others until you've really um, felt whole and aligned in yourself. And I feel like, here's what I think it is. We are constantly looking for external validation and external ways to fulfill our self-worth, to fulfill our value, and that is unhealthy. And it's ineffective. I'm not saying that the altruistic behavior should not be a part of your life. I'm saying that we've 
get to take a deeper look and understand what the root of that altruistic behavior is and what is it creating for you and is that where you want to be operating from because a lot of times our selflessness is coming from that selfishness most of most of us operate from selflessness in order to fill a need within ourselves making ourselves feel like we're needed making ourselves feel like we're valued making ourselves feel like I'm a quote good person and this is an interesting thing because it goes back to that external validation where we need to create that from within ourselves. How do we create that from within ourselves? Because we will be chasing and chasing and chasing until the end of time if we are looking for external validation for any of those things, for feeling good about yourself, for feeling worthy, for feeling like you're needed, for feeling like you're valued. You will be chasing until the end of time because we have this contoured up idea that our brain makes up that is unrealistic. And I don't mean unrealistic in the sense of it's not attainable. I mean unrealistic in the sense of no amount of external validation will give that to you. It's got to come from yourself. So here was another little quote that I just found that um, was edited, which I love. And the original quote was this, one day you will find someone that chooses you and continues to choose you every day. And that's when you will be thankful everything happened the way that it did. And then it's edited, and this is the edited version. One day you will choose you and continue to choose you every day. And that's when you will be thankful for everything that happened the way that it did. And here's my message from that. You get to choose you. You have to choose you. And to be frank, that's what matters most in this life. I don't care who you be in this world. That's the number one way to happiness is to choose you, to love you, to know you, to accept you, all of you, all of the things that you feel shame and guilt about. If you choose you, if you love you, If you know who you be and you feel fucking amazing about it, there ain't nothing in this world that will test you or shake you or create the question, confusion, the self-doubt. That will dissipate as you begin to have a stronger, healthier relationship with yourself. And I say this from experience. And I'm still working on this every day, just to be really clear and transparent. This is an ongoing, lifelong thing that we get to dance with. I, for the longest time, found my validation in (laughs) specific clothes that I would wear, brands, what brand I'm wearing, um, making sure I am always fashion forward and looking, quote, cute or presentable, um, I would find this in a significant other. I had, I I actually got out of a relationship about a year ago that was super, super unhealthy. Um, and it was of no fault but my own for not setting those boundaries and understanding and knowing my worth because I put him on a pedestal. And my drive for everything in life was to have him love me 
everything that I did in that relationship was in order to serve my self-worth, to serve my value, to feel needed. And I loved him, yes. And he loved me, yes. And it was not unhealthy in the way... Um, there was no abuse or anything like that. There was certainly some some lying and manipulation involved. But in a textbook example, this would be considered a healthy relationship. But what I'm telling you is because I was unwilling to set boundaries, because I was unwilling to put myself first, because I was not choosing me before I was choosing him, that is where the unhealthy comes. And that's where I have the hesitation of, yeah, let's let's ask other people what their needs are instead of telling them how to fill ours. Because we get to do both. We get to say, these are my needs. These are my boundaries. These are my desires. Here's what I need. We get to stand by those and stand firm in them. And that doesn't mean this is coming from a place of this is my world and you all are just living in it, that just means let's see where there is vibrational alignment and how we can make this work. And you know what? A lot of times you can't and that's okay, but you need to be willing to walk away from what's not serving you. And I'll tell you what, the way to do it, the way that I've healed from this heartbreak, because by the way, I thought I was going to marry that man and I thought I was going to be with him forever. I wanted to be with him forever before I you know, came up to 30,000 feet. But the only way that I truly moved past that was finding the value and worth and desire in myself that I was looking for him to give and validate for me. That's, that's how I got past and moved on. And it's the same thing that we are craving in other ways, whether that's giving the homeless man a coffee and a bagel, or whether that's having a relationship where you're not willing to set boundaries because you want to please the other person, or whether that's you're in a friendship and you are asking them, what are your needs? How can I fill them? Tell me how I can help you. None of those are in service to you. And there's this negative connotation with selfishness. And I've recently come to realize selfishness is the key. You've got to be willing to walk away. You've got to be willing to say, here's what I need. And if that doesn't work for somebody else, so be it. And it's a really... um, confronting process and kind of sad and to be honest with you I've had some friendships that have been disrupted by this a little bit as I've learned my own value my own self-worth where I come from and getting really connected and aligned has allowed me to set boundaries that are important to me that serve me that are contributing to my highest good and I have really old friendships that that doesn't align with because that's not who I was 10 years ago. And that can be hard and really, really sad. 100%. And I know what's important to me. I know what um, is aligned for me. I know where I'm going, what I want to be doing. I know the boundaries that are here to serve me. Me, 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 me. Selfish, right? And this is that like negative connotation. And I even hear my ego spiraling right now of like, tell them that you're not all about you. 
But the people who know my soul, the people who know who I am deeply, know that my prerogative is not that, and that's what matters to me. I don't care what the world is perceiving as long as I'm good with me. And that's where the happiness comes in. Holy shit, you know? That's living in the yum. I don't care what that external validation or lack thereof is. I don't need it. I have it within me, centered, here, now. And it's freaking amazing. Because I get to live my life with a sense of freedom that's not attached to an outcome, that's not attached to the way somebody perceives me or the way that somebody experiences something that I'm doing. My value and worth and love is all internal. And again, this is something that I'm still learning and I've been in this work for years. And it takes time and we get to be gentle with ourselves. I don't know that there's a specific takeaway here of be selfish or be selfless. I think that it gets to be a centered balance. But what I will say is the selfishness has helped me to take care of me, to set my boundaries, to express my needs, to express my desires, to set my dreams, to take them to new heights regardless of what other people think or say. That is centeredness. The selfishness has allowed me to become more aligned, more centered in who I am because I'm setting healthy boundaries. And the selflessness can come after that. Okay, now that I'm centered and aligned, who do I want to serve? How do I want to serve them? How does that align with the boundaries that I've set? As opposed to, I am serving other people in efforts to create my value, my worth, my desire, my need to be on this planet, my connection with other people. No, no, no. I have created all of that internally. I do not need any selfless acts to teach me that's who I be. I get that already just by being me. If this is something you're interested in, if this speaks to you, if you're thinking, oh my God, I crave that, shoot me a DM, shoot me a text, send me an email, let's talk. This is what I do. This is what I work with my clients and walk with them through. Um, My journey would not have been A, nearly as effective or timely, and B, supported and loving had I not had my coach and a community of people to walk through this with. It is confronting as hell. It is scary. It is walking into the unknown. It is sad. It is happy. It is exciting. It is all the emotions you can think. I would not be where I am without the guidance of a coach and a community of people who love me and support me and understand this path and journey. So I encourage you, if this is something you want to walk down, whether it's me or another coach, get a coach, find a tribe, allow yourself to be witnessed. I love you. I'm sending you love. You've got this. This is your way to happy. This is your way to living in the young. Okay, guys, I'll talk to you soon. 
Thank you so much for tuning in. If you enjoyed this week's episode or any episode of Living in the Yum podcast, please show it some love on whatever platform you use. Share it with your friends, share it with your family, share it with your neighbors. I work with clients in one-on-one settings all around the world and have group programs available as well. Let's get connected. Contact me at emma.m.garrison on Instagram or sign up for a discovery call at www.balanceandblisscoaching.com.